Welcome to Dynamics Corner. This is Chris. And this is Brad. And welcome to this week's episode. Welcome, welcome. Another episode Chris, under our belt. That's man. it. <laughs> Another day with you again, Chris. How I know are things going? Th things are good, man. There's a, there is a lot to learn, as we've kind of alluded to in our podcast, is that there's always new stuff coming out of Business Central. Uh, new, well, not just Business Central, just Microsoft in general, right? Um, yes. No, there's a lot of information, you know, to the point where you can have information overload. I think it's um, important to realize, you know, what you want to focus on and also align yourself with the right resources to ensure you can pick up on those areas that you're not versed in. You know, I think in some cases it's yeah. important to have awareness of something, you know, how things work. You know, you want to put together an architect, a solution. Um, you know, if you work in AL and development, you know, you focus on development and some, and, you know, important understanding the application, you know, where does that development cross over? Do you pick up Power Platform? Do you pick up some other, yeah. you know, type of interface languages, the Business Central? Or do you have awareness of what the capabilities are and then align yourself with resources who are versed in that and vice versa. You know, it's a, it's a two-way street uh, where you can share, um, yeah. you know, skill sets. The days of, you know, being able to do everything, I think, have come and gone uh, of one person. Yeah. So I think you need to have a good, you know, focus on what you know, you know, and do it well and have awareness of what else is out there so you don't put yourself in a box. Yeah, I agree, man. The 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 there isn't really a clear indication of a path, right? From uh, any role you have, uh, particularly in the business central world, like if you're an AL developer, uh, you know, you learn AL, all that stuff, and then Microsoft makes some changes. Like, what is your path? Like, what's the next path for an AL developer? What's the next path for a functional consultant? Like, what should they focus on? You know, it's like there's so many things going on. Like. You like a like you like a I feel like I'm a uh, my dog sometimes like squirrel with something new. I want to learn that. But uh, no, I understand. I mean, even from the functional point of view, you can break down within the application, and, and every implementation is different, obviously. But even within the application, there's different levels of understanding. There's so much to the application. You know, what do you do with finance? What do you do with service? What do you do with jobs? Manufacturing. There's so many things within the application itself, forget any external, you know, applications, interfaces to other uh, business, you know, needs, requirements, or even development of extensions. Just within the application itself, it's difficult to, you know, keep up with it all. Uh, it's just uh, it, interesting. It, it is, man. Like, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like you're trying to figure out, you know, do, do, you, do, you, have, do you have to have a, a functional resource or a functional person to focus in a particular module. But what I've realized that a lot of people are asking for a kind of a well-rounded person that just knows everything about Business Central, which is really difficult to find, right? For someone that can know, like know everything. Like it's just, um, and even if you took the, you know, the, the certification, the MB800, right? Like if we take a look at that, I don't really, they didn't really talk about manufacturing. I mean, they talk about warehousing. Um, I don't remember having questions around manufacturing. Have you? Did you recall seeing that? I know you took it as well. 
I do not recall any manufacturing. I don't believe that was on there. I don't think service was on there either. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, to go back, it was interesting. So you had mentioned you had taken the test. I know we had talked about the, you know, Inspire and the certification requirements for uh, partners uh, mm-hmm. to maintain status, not just for Business Central, but just in general. What were your thoughts on the test, by the way? I mean, it's... it's um, Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I want your, I Chris's your point of view of... This is what I want. We talked about this briefly before, but now that you've gone through and had taken the test yeah. uh, since our last conversation, I want to see the, uh, the eyes of Chris. You know, what did yeah. you think of the test? You know, what were your thoughts on the test? Uh, what did you do to prepare for the test? What tools do you think, now that looking back, were the most helpful in preparing you for the test. But with that, you know, we have to have a reminder of how long and what you've been doing with the application, because I think it just with anything with these certification tests, you know, sometimes I think it's, is is it testing your knowledge of the application, testing your memorization of where to click for (laughs) what and what those captions are, or, you know, comprehension of language. But, you know, I, I do think that experience does have, uh, you know, because you understand the concepts, you understand how it works, you know, does that help you with the test in the sense of knowing how to do it? Or in some cases, did you take a guess and say, well, Business Central typically has this flow, so this answer makes sense? <laughs> yes, man. No, I, I appreciate the uh, opportunity for me to speak my experience. And I know you took it as well, but, um, you know, before I get into the thoughts that I have against this test, but I'll talk about how I prepared myself. So, um, and of course, my background. Uh, um, if, if this is your first time listening uh, to our podcast, um, you know, I, I've been working with NAV since 2008. Um, and, you know, of course, Business Central, as soon as they, you know, became mainstream and, and all that stuff. And, and so I have a long uh, ex- experience uh, with Dynamics. Uh, NAV and Business Central. So that gives me a little bit of an edge, I guess, versus someone who's maybe uh, into it, like if you're coming from GP or SL and then getting into Dynamics Business Central, you know, there is a a little bit of a learning curve. And so that was a benefit for me because I've been working on it for so long. Um, In in, in terms of preparing myself, I, I really use the Microsoft Learn as a validation point um there is a little bit of practice exam which is microsoft provides and i did not use that as a way to memorize something like i did use it to get myself familiar in the way questions could be asked i will tell you that some of those questions that they had asked in exam were not even exactly the same, the same structure, the same kind of premise uh, that leads you to the to the answer, but it was certainly not exactly the same. So you found the practice test a tool that was useful because it got you to a point where you were comfortable with how they asked the questions, not as a memorization tool saying that, you know, the question was if you take this 
you know, value added to this value, it gives you this value, you know, where the numbers were different, it was what to look out for, how to answer the, you know, when you had the, you know, case studies or the other, you know, boxes, I forget the types of questions they had, you know, where you could drag and drop, you know, yeah. or, or order the list and stuff. So, so you yeah. thought it was helpful more in the sense of becoming familiar with the, types of questions what about content did it help you guide and focus did it help guide and focus you to you know what type of content you needed to review i think with in more detail uh to train yourself on yeah yeah it, it did it did prepare in, in in to your comment um it was more of a preparation of what the test is going to look like now i had 41 question some people say less. Some people said it was 38. I had 41. Uh, in the exam, the practice exam, they give you a, up to 120. So if you're trying to memorize it and you take the test, uh, there is a chance that you will fail because memorization certainly wouldn't have helped me. Uh, but it did help me kind of understand what the structure is going to be, uh, an example of what a case study is going to look like was very helpful. I mean, it was invaluable. But what I would say and what I would recommend for those that are just taking it would be to really use Microsoft Learn and the practice exam as a validation tool, not necessarily for memorization. Because if you come in into that test and 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 say like, hey, I just want to memorize this, it's not it's not going to work well for you. Uh, because I did come across a few things where like, did I see this in the exam or practice exam? Did I see this in Microsoft Learn? And you get stuck in that, and 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 you're double guessing yourself, and you're going to end up double guessing the rest of the questions. Um, but it was really a validation, and that would be my recommendation. Just validate your your knowledge, and if there are things that you got wrong through the practice exam, then go to the Microsoft Learn and see how they did it. And what what I struggled on uh, on taking the test, although I passed the first time, by the way. Uh, what I struggled regarding congratulations on <laughs> passing. The... Thank you, thank you. What I struggled on. Uh, was a bit more of having a boxed-in answer, right? So Business Central is very flexible. And uh, in our my role um, as a functional slash technical slash, you know, some dev, my mind always allows me, my mind immediately goes to like, hey, there's different ways of doing this. <laughs> Why is it giving me this answer? But I understand there's a basic answer, but it was hard for me to kind of uh, remind myself, if I was a user, what should I expect to do? But not as a functional necessarily. It's like, hey, there's actually ways to do this. You could do it this way, you could do it that way. Uh, and just kind of stick to what Microsoft is is recommending out of the box. Um, but I struggle a little bit, although I finished in like pretty close to about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, so a minute per question, 
I would say. What took me a long time? We all know studies. why. We all know why you come up with forty minutes as the number, but. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man, because I know you finished it pretty early as well, didn't you? Yes, yes, yes. And for the record, I did pass it my first time as well. No, that's good, man. Uh, I, I would assume uh, so. Yeah, You've no. been on it since, like, the beginning of time. <laughs> I've been on it since you were, you know, in diapers, uh, as they say. So, no, it, it was good. It was uh, it was good. I'm just interested in your take. I've been speaking. A lot of people have been taking it recently. Uh, I spoke with some individuals who took it back when it was beta. Some people took it back you know, early part of the year. Um, and, you know, I just like to get everybody's take on those things just because, you know, it's like anything else, um, you, you know, we mentioned before, a test doesn't always validate, you know, your some person's better at something than not, but at least you have an understanding that somebody at least has gone through the material well enough to know it exists, I guess you could say. Right. Uh, so that's curious. So did you use anything else other than the practice test uh, you know, one of the things we have to talk about, I think, in the future is, you know, put it on the list is, you know, setting up Docker containers. You know, we have the CDX yeah. for SaaS where you can, uh, if you have a partner email, you can, you know, connect and create your own, um, you know, CDX, your own environment to work with, but also, you know, for somebody else to have like a Docker container to work with the different versions. Uh, we can get into some of that technical dev stuff, which is helpful. Right. But did you use any other tools? Um, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming, you know, when I went through it, I usually don't talk too much about the experiences. I did go through, you know, the, the same type of material you did. And, you know, I had Business Central open. Yeah. So if there's anything that I had a question on with the wording, I even just went through the motions, even if I knew them, just so I had, you know, remembrance of the order or the sequence of, you know, actions. You know, if you're performing a certain function, what is the sequence uh, that I would go through and, you know, even... You know, trying to remember the captions. You know, I have that muscle memory now. I go up and I click this and move. Uh, you know, if you go by the default, but uh, so it's important to remember the the names of the actions. No, no, it it, uh, it is important to even understand and not just by the muscle memory, right? Like where you're clicking, because sometimes you get to explain this to a client eventually or a user. Um, and to answer your question, um, you know, some people recommended a few things to me, and. They had mentioned like, hey, there is a, uh, a, it was like a brain dump of an exam. I would, from my perspective, I would avoid that. Um, you know, at that point, you're kind of, uh, I hate the word cheating, I guess, because that's kind of like a memorization because some of the questions may show up there. Uh, I would avoid that because it doesn't do you any good. It's just a, you should, you should validate because uh, some people would probably give you the wrong answers, right? Like it's better for you to be the person that knows, hey, I'm 100% sure that this is correct based on me testing it out at my local business central or CDX or whatever you have versus someone posting something that's like, oh, I think this is right. But, you know, you, <laughs> you have to validate yourself um, that it that it's the right answer, I guess. But yeah, man, uh, passed, uh, but that's good. W welcome to the ranks. And now <laughs> what's next for you? Uh, you know, it's, I know you, you and I do get to the opportunity to speak quite a bit, uh, outside of here. And I know that now that you have the MB 800, what's, what's next for you, uh, in your path, you know, other than, you know, I know, I know from your learning path, uh, cause you always like to 
You know, like most of us, you like to, you know, continue that journey, you know, to be able to offer a better solution for customers uh, and understand the tools that are out there. So what's next for you? Yeah, man. So, you know, I want to be able to strategize for the next adventure <laughs> or the next path, right? And we talked about that not too long ago, earlier in this episode, where it's hard to find the next path. Like, what do you do? Now I got this, what do you do? And you and I have several conversations about this and, and a few people, and a few of our colleagues and and like, what do you do now? Okay. We talked about Microsoft Inspire uh, from the last episode that there is a uh, segmentation of, you know, categories that Microsoft wants you to focus and business applications in particular, you know, you have the MB 800. Well, if you're a business central shop, they have certifications for FNO, right? Uh, the finance component, but anything else for business? Well, if, central? You're, uh, if you, if you're not a business, if you're working on what FNO, yeah. like Dynamics 365, not business central. Right? Yeah. If you, yeah. If you, you if, if you're a, a whole shop, number of certifications, absolutely. There's plenty of that, right? Like you keep, that's your next path, but for for organization or your functional resource that um, that you want to know what's next, and Microsoft pretty much made it clear there is a path for you to go into next, and that is around Power Platform, and Power Platform has been around for for quite some time, and so I'm learning what Power Platform. I played with it. In the early days when Microsoft announced it, I was like, wow, this is new. Like, right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a dog, squirrel. I want to play with it right away. And But finding that into practice of what I do was sort of a little bit difficult. But now there's actually a big need, um, specifically as Business Central continues to mature. It is much more important now to understand the Power Platform. Power Platform consists of Power BI, uh, which I've worked with in the past, it consists of Power Automate, Power Apps, or Canvas. Uh, so there's so many tools, so many tools under Power Platform, and the next avenue to take is the PL nine hundred, in my opinion. Although it's not one of the requirements for the partner uh, um, capability score, <laughs> it is the PL four hundred and six hundred. The infamous report card. Yes, the report card that Microsoft is given to all their partners. So, but you can't take PL four hundred and six hundred without understanding the basic fundamentals of Power Platform. So, although the PL nine hundred may not count towards the partner capability, but it does count count for me as individuals as an individual learning how I can use or understand the basics uh, of Power Platform. Well, I think you hit on a key point there. I think it's important to, to want to achieve something personally. Uh, I think, yes. you know, an old saying somebody said to me is, you know, do what you know, do it well, and the money will follow, I guess you could say. It's because if you're passionate, if you really want to learn something, you know, the certifications, everything are nice, but it means a little bit more if you, in my opinion, if you achieve what you set out to achieve. So in the, and if you do that PL 900, at least it will guide you, you know, in the right direction. If you're new to plow power platform, or even just like with some of the business, the business central MB 800, you know, it reinforces what you know, or what you think, you know, right? Because yep. it's what you think, you know, 
that holds you back. Is that the other saying? Yeah. You know, so it's important to make sure that, you know, make sure that you validate what you know versus what's going on instead of, uh, you know, sitting there saying, well, we did this, you know, this is how all I knew back 20 years ago. So this is the way that it has to be today. That, that so is it's true. it's important to stay fresh with that. That is true. And one thing I do want to point out too is that as you go through the journey of learning, I'm certainly going through that right now, just starting it um, like this week of, you know, the PL900. There's a Microsoft Learn Path, by the way, that you can, we'll post it on the link on this podcast that you can start. But what's important, What's important, not only validating your skill set and not just learning it, trying to apply that in practice, whether you have an environment to play with, that's something I would, you know, make sure that you have that environment. And number two, uh, uh, network is another important thing, right? Uh, listening to others that have been in this game, uh, maybe even have a colleague that's going through the same uh, learning path as you that allows you to be better uh, or get better and giving you kind of a, a push, right? <laughs> that to, to, well, to I, learn. I think collaboration is extremely important Yes, because there is a lot going on. Um, there is a lot to the application. There was a lot to the world. So everybody's sharing, you know, collaboration to share experiences or even, you know, if you sit down and talking with somebody, they can show you something new you know, that you learn and you remember that you may not be aware of. And that's anything in life. But just also to double back. So the Powell platform is not specific, just to summarize what you're talking about. It's not specific to Business Central. Powell platform on its own is something that's a useful tool to, um, you know, with all the different components. I, I did make a Dataverse address book, by the way. Just nice. wanted to let you know. Nice. Uh, so you got started. <laughs> yes. No, no. I, I got started with it as well. But you can connect Business Central or you can connect to Business Central with Power Platform to pull that into the ecosystem. So that's where it becomes relevant with Business Central. It's another tool to uh, jump off, I guess. And I use some of these words loosely to jump jump you into the other, you, you know, universe of you know microsoft products and uh there's other connectors to other applications as well not just uh, microsoft applications i saw connectors too yeah dude uh, that's that's yeah. one thing too you know when it first started or not first started um early this year it was about 600 connectors pre-built and now there's like 763 or 793 connectors and growing and so for a from the user's perspective as a customer of business central or whatever you microsoft product you have this power platform is a game changer that allows you to connect multiple applications and allow you to automate a lot of them without really doing too much heavy coding i mean an example you can use power automate to communicate with an api Right, like without having to build it from scratch, and just using Power Automate, a Power Platform, Power App to pull and push data, that's amazing. And it's just like a click and drag. Hey, <laughs> put the uh, endpoint URL here, and all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, we could dive into that a little bit more as we continue to learn. 
Well, I think that's what I wanted, you know, I was going to mention. You, you, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, I think we start to think alike. I, we, we probably shouldn't speak to each other <laughs> as often. Uh, but, you know, you mentioned that journey. I'm curious, you know, we'll, we'll continue to talk about that, I think, as you progress through it and your status as you go from the PL900, you know, up to the 400 to the 600. Uh, and you can share your thoughts with that because, uh, like I had mentioned, it is in that scope and there's a lot more uh, with Business Central with that again. And we'll still continue to talk about the, uh, you know, Business Central development and also, you know, a lot of the features and functionality. I'm surprised and uh, we'll have to pick that up, I think, in the future. But, you know, even going through and, and talking with people and, and interacting with how can you do something or you can do this just to look back. I have fun now. I've been... You know, it's again, here's my dog and squirrel. I've been looking back when I started working with a feature. I've been going back and looking to see when it was introduced, right? So if we nice. talk about some of the features of functionality, I was talking with somebody this morning about like, you, you know, field notification, you know, um, monitor field worksheet yeah. with the monitor field worksheet, which I'll, you know, write about um, soon. It's just, you know, I went back to say, okay, well, this was came back in this field because, again, it goes with what we're talking about. You start, start talking with individuals. If you're not versed on every single piece that comes out uh, or fun, you're not aware of what's coming out, that's why it's important to keep, uh, in my opinion, a, a list of what comes out with each update as well as the major releases so you're aware of some of this information. But that's my my game now. I should almost keep a log of everything uh, <laughs> I look at and I go back to see when it's coming out. But um yeah. It's interesting. No, that's good, man. I know uh, with your blog, you're putting a lot of content out there. Um, I'm sure we'll be doing that around Power Platform and the things that we do that we'd love to share. Check out uh, Brad's website, uh, developerlife.com, and also my website. Uh, we both put out two different contents. Um, you know, sometimes we overlap, but that's okay. Uh, it's uh, my web, my website, it's Mattolino. Um, that IO and uh, yeah we appreciate for those that are following in this podcast and and going through the journey with us as well uh, for what we're going to do next and uh, you know also give you know an avenue for us to share our knowledge uh, through our blog post and through this podcast so thanks for listening everybody for those around the world I see I see that we have listeners around the world right now which is amazing uh, although we just started the podcast so um, Glad people are listening to us. <laughs> uh, no, it was great. Uh, thank you for taking some time to talk to me uh, today again, Chris. I always look forward to speaking with you and, you know, to go with anybody. If you have any questions or feedback, uh, you know, we're always uh, up for communicating with everybody within the community, you know, from the, you know, it, it's the community, doesn't matter which, which aspect. If you're working on implementations, if you're a user within your organization, uh, I enjoy sharing knowledge with everybody uh, as well as Chris and many other members of uh, what I call the Dynamics Business Central community. Yep. But thanks again, Chris. I'll All talk right, to you thanks, soon. Brad. All right. Take care, everyone.